Please listen carefully. Hello, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that Realtors face. I'm Laura Farley. And I'm Kate Orslan. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. The information forms and laws referenced in this episode are accurate as of the date this episode is first released. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. Hey, Laura. Hi, Kate. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am doing well, um, better than some of the people that are subject of today's episode, though. Ooh, yeah. Harsh transition. Um, yeah, there. I don't think there's an easy one here. Hmm. No. Um, a few weeks ago, dear listeners, you may recall, we discussed the eviction process. But now we're going to talk about another change that unfortunately sometimes happens, the death of a tenant. It is sad, but a part of life. So today we will talk about the proper way to handle it so as to not create more emotional turmoil for anyone who loses a family member. Right. So first, we want to acknowledge that you should always tread lightly in these cases as you may be dealing with an emotionally fraught situation. Second, we want to say that we know you may be put in a tough spot as you represent the interests of the homeowner and not the deceased tenant or their family or friends. This makes things certainly more difficult as you balance the different interests and emotions of multiple people. If there are multiple people on the lease as tenants, then there is less that you need to do from a process point. The tenants on a lease are jointly and severally liable, so it means that the remaining tenant or tenants are still fully liable under the terms of the lease. They will still be responsible for paying the full value of rent. Depending on the terms of the lease and their own financial situation, you may want to consider whether or not it is in your client's best interest to allow the tenants to be released from the lease you know, to avoid a potential eviction and the costs associated with evicting tenants, or to add a new tenant to the lease, again, subject to your tenant selection criteria, of course. This will be a situation-by-situation situation analysis, but do consider that you should have a general policy that is applied to all tenants so you don't run into any fair housing considerations. If, however, the tenant was the sole tenant in the property, then the VRLTA has specific guidance for when a sole tenant dies. First, the rental agreement is deemed terminated as of the date of the death of the tenant, and you are not required to seek an order of possession to gain access to the unit. Second, any authorized occupants or guests are not permitted to stay in the property. The state does remain liable for actual damages, but you will need to mitigate those damages. This means that you will have to try to get the unit re-rented and that you can charge the estate for any type of property removal that you need to pay for or any damages to the unit that are discovered and the tenant would have otherwise been required to pay. Now, of course, to re-rent the unit, you will need to have the tenant's personal property removed. If there's someone authorized by the circuit court to handle probate matters, you will need to work with that individual to dispose of the property. If there is no such person assigned, you may dispose of the property left in the dwelling unit, but you must give at least 10 days written notice to either the person identified in the rental application, 
lease agreement or other landlord document as the authorized person to contact in the event of the death or emergency or of the tenant. Or if no person is identified, then you can provide written notice to the deceased tenant. The notice needs to be specific and include a statement that any items of personal property left in the premises would be treated as abandoned property and disposed of in accordance with the VRLTA provisions for disposal of property abandoned by tenants. This includes that any funds from the sale of abandoned property would be paid to the account of the tenant and applied to any amounts due to the landlord by the tenant, including the costs of selling or storing the property. Any remaining funds are to be treated as a security deposit. All right, Kate, let's go to the legal hotline. Let's do it. Tenant died in the property. During her lease term, there were two occupants of the property, but they were never parties to the lease. Do those occupants become tenants now? No, they are still occupants only and do not step into the role of tenants. If you want them to remain in the property, they can go through your application process and sign a lease as tenants. Laura, there were multiple tenants in the property and one of them died. Can the remaining living tenant terminate the lease because of the other tenant's death? When there are multiple tenants on a lease, all parties are jointly and severally liable for the entirety of the lease. This means that if one dies, the other is still fully legally obligated under the terms of the lease. You and your client can make a business decision as to whether or not you want to release the remaining living tenant from the terms, but you're under no obligation to do so. In certain situations, it may even be beneficial to release a tenant from a lease. For example, if you think the tenant may have a problem being solely responsible for the rent and you want to avoid going through the eviction process. All right, Kate, the only tenant in the unit died and no one is coming to remove their property. Can I arrange for someone to come and get it? What about the remaining month of rent on the lease? Doesn't the estate need to pay for it? So yes, you can arrange for someone to come collect their property if there was no one authorized by order of a circuit court to handle probate matters for the tenant, provided you have given at least 10 days written notice to the person identified in the lease, rental application, or other landlord document as the authorized person to contact in the event of the death or emergency of the tenant, or even the tenant if no such person is identified in one of those documents. If there is someone authorized by the court, then you need to contact that individual and work with them to remove the items. With regards to rent, the rental agreement is deemed terminated as of the date of death of the tenant. The estate remains liable for actual damages for breach of the rental agreement, but you have a duty to mitigate those damages. So try to get the property re-rented. Let's talk about ways to limit your risk. So first, you represent the interests of your client but you can still treat the family of the deceased tenant with kindness and respect. Be human first. Follow the appropriate process. When in doubt, seek assistance from your broker or the firm's attorney. And finally, never engage in self-help eviction of people remaining in the unit or dispose of personal property without going through the proper process. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes, and please rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline. 
where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the legal tab on the law and ethics section. Make sure you're logged in to see this page. Although the members of this podcast are attorneys, the legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case and laws are constantly changing. The information provided in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice of competent counsel. This has been a production of Virginia Realtors, copyright 2022. This podcast features the song Please Listen Carefully by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license.